Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. President Biden is weighing in on L.A.'s city council controversy. During a White House briefing Tuesday, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said that former city council president Nuri Martinez, who's taking a leave of absence, and councilmen Kevin DeLeon and Gil Cedillo should resign. The language that was used and tolerated during that conversation was unacceptable, and it was appalling. Uh, They should all step down. Calls for the trio's resignation have been intensifying since a recording was made public of a closed-door meeting in which racist language was used to describe colleagues as the council members plotted to safeguard Latino political strength in council districts. With more, here's my California Report colleague, Saul Gonzalez. Saul? Madi, here's what the scene at L.A. City Hall sounded like yesterday morning when members of the city council tried to meet for the first time since the release of the tape over the weekend. A crowd of mostly African-American and Latino protesters packed the chamber and angrily called for the resignations of the three Latino members who were caught on tape making racist and crude comments. Carrying signs with messages like, take out the trash and shame on you, the demonstrators vowed that no city business would get done until the three council members, Nuri Martinez, Kevin DeLeon, and Gil Sadio, left office for good. William Goode is an L.A. resident who was one of the first to arrive for the city council meeting. These council members that were involved with this meeting have to go. They have to go. There isn't any salvaging their job. There isn't any salvaging their career. Their career needs to end. We're going to make our voices heard. We're going to make sure they have to leave now. Protester Orma Mendez said she wants to see the same thing. In her 70s, she said she came to City Hall out of her religious convictions. We don't need races. We should love everybody. I'm a child of God. We should love everybody. We should have races. We have to stand up and fight for our rights. Fight for our rights. 
Now, maybe the most powerful and emotionally raw moment of the day came when Councilman Mike Bonin rose to speak. A white man who represents Venice and parts of West L.A. on the council, it was his adopted black child who was attacked in the audio recording, being compared to a small monkey in Spanish by Councilwoman Nuri Martinez. Bonin fought back tears when he talked about the personal toll of the last few days. I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a dad who loves his son in ways that words cannot capture. And I take a lot of hits, and in hell, I know I practically invite a bunch of them. But my son? Man, that makes my soul bleed, and it makes my temper burn. And I know I'm not alone, because Los Angeles has spoken, and it feels the same way. Bonin also said the process of healing would take time, both for his own family and the city. So, stepping back now, what might come next in terms of brass tacks reforms in L.A. in the wake of the scandal? Well, there's already discussions about expanding the city's 15-member city council. At its current size, each council member represents well over a quarter of a million people. A bigger council, it's argued, like New York or Chicago's, would make it easier for elected officials to represent L.A.'s kaleidoscope of communities. Many also want to revisit how current city council districts were drawn up and accepted and maybe adopt new ones. Here's Shekinah Diakaris, who attended the city council meeting and had really strong views about local government reform. One thing is we want to evaluate the redistricting process and ensure that redistricting isn't used for city council members to keep their seats safe, but rather to ensure that everybody's voices are heard so that things like this don't happen again. What's clear is that this week's scandal and its aftermath have opened a much larger conversation in Los Angeles about race, politics, and how best to govern America's second largest city. Madi? Thanks, Saul. That was California Report co-host Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more— Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Dozens of workers at Amazon's largest air hub on the West Coast announced they'll go on a one-day strike later this week over low wages. KQED's labor correspondent Farida Javala Romero has more. The starting wage is $17 an hour at the large Amazon Air Freight Fulfillment Center in San Bernardino. The company announced last month pay will go up by about $1 for its U.S. warehouse and transportation workers, also known as associates. But Rex Evans called that race pitiful. He's a former firefighter who helps direct cargo planes at the facility. Cost of living is going, everything's going, going up except for our wages, you know. I've heard from some associates that they have to make a decision whether to, am I going to buy groceries this week or am I going to get gas? 
Evans and others with a group called Inland Empire Amazon Workers United are calling on the company to pay them $5 more per hour and fix what they say are unsafe conditions and retaliation. Amazon did not immediately return requests for comment. The company's profits ballooned during the pandemic with nearly $25 billion in operating income just last year. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala Romero. The National Labor Review Board has issued another complaint against Starbucks for allegedly intimidating and retaliating against workers who voted to unionize at a San Francisco store this August. Workers at the 18th and Castro site reported being interrogated by managers, threatened with the loss of benefits, and targeted for surveillance and discipline. Casey Moore is with Starbucks Workers United. The NLRB has issued over 34 complaints like this one across the country, encompassing over 800 violations of federal labor law. So the scale at which the company is launching this anti-union campaign is almost unprecedented. A Starbucks spokesperson said the union-busting claims are false and reaffirmed support for the workers' right to unionize. A court hearing date is set for January. And that's the California Report for Wednesday, October 12th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with 834 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Stanford Healthcare, alerting listeners to the critical blood shortage in the area. Now's the time to donate blood and make a difference. StanfordBloodCenter.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel Falcor 2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration on the web at SchmidtOcean.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures. Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!